And the Silver Ferns wrapped up their Cadbury Netball Series with a 12-goal loss to the New Zealand men in the decider, their final warm-up match before the Netball World Cup. Now, the match created some discussion around equality in sport, for example. Is it a setback for the sport with the men defeating the women? And to discuss this, I am joined by Sky Sport and TVNZ commentator Scotty Stevenson. Scotty, good morning to you. Hello, Kerry. There's all kinds of unfairness when it comes to male and female sport. In the case of the men, I guess, the men netballers, we saw that they very seldom get the kind of coverage our silver ferns do. And this was a welcome fillip to the game probably and you know would have seen interest from young men perhaps who might be interested in netball. What does it come down to? Is it simply the, the ratings are all or is it the advertisers? What does it come down to? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure when it comes to men's netball. I, I think, first and foremost, netball has been a women's sport in this country and around the world, and the federation is that netball is a women's game. Um, now, there's a group of men in this country who love the game. In fact, a lot of men play social netball as yeah. well in corporate leagues around the country. Um, these men take their netball very seriously. They are the New Zealand national men's side. They have been used before, often, in fact, as training partners for the Silver Ferns and someone, and I congratulate them for it, uh, had the idea that maybe it was time that these games were televised and, and these guys got some coverage. They uh, they worked really hard at their craft, they worked really hard at their game, and uh, and they certainly gave the Silver Ferns a run for their money, uh, and more, in fact. And I, I just thought it was a wonderful occasion and a great example of uh, some guys getting out there and trying and, uh, and and doing their best without without a lot of coverage, without a lot of funding, and, and showing people what they could do. And, and having that platform was wonderful for our, our men's netball team. Well, indeed, and rugby's tried to promote the women's game alongside the men in much the same way, mm-hmm. haven't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's exactly the same situation uh, that women in our game, and, and I say our game because predominantly I cover rugby, um, you know, they are still trying to grow their presence. And, in fact, uh, I, I spent last night receiving uh, certain calls from people well-connected to the current Super Series going on in America in San Diego yeah. uh, telling me how terrible conditions were for the women there, the top five women's teams in the world, uh, playing a tournament on a training field in San Diego and all the attendant issues around that, which is completely unacceptable. Um, so the, the conversation that I had with Hayley, which I, I guess has generated this conversation with you, Kerry, um, there were some tongue-in-cheek moments in, in that conversation, of course, but what's not tongue-in-cheek is that you know, someone gets to represent their country, regardless of the gender divisions uh, that sports put up throughout the years, then they should be accorded the respect appropriate yep. with that sort of honour. Oh, absolutely, because there was a bit, you know, uh, I think Haley said she thought it was a bit weird having men playing netball, but, you know, that, yeah. that it is kind of an old-fashioned attitude from a very modern girl because, you know, people were saying that about women marathon runners and they were saying that yeah. about women rugby yeah. players and that it was unnatural and odd, and it's, it's nothing of the sort. No, and I, look, I, I kind of, I, I got what, what Haley was intending to say there, which is, uh, you know, like a lot of people have come out and supported the men there. And, and what she, I think the point that Haley was trying to make was that, you know, women have been beating down the door in yep. predominantly men's sports for years, um, and, and we should never lose sight of that. And uh, I don't think the conversation did lose sight of that. But, no. Um, no, I think it, the, the conversation just needs to be had around the, the, the equality that we that we perceive. And, and we're, we're all in a fight at the moment for our black friends, for instance, to give them the facilities they require to give them the exposure that they deserve. Um, and, and I just thought that the men's netball team was a great corollary to that yeah, story. I couldn't agree more. I like the fact that in some codes, they're going a very, very long way to ensure fairness and equity between men and women, like our mm-hmm. hockey. You know, they've had yes. their and uh, our football players, the men of 
you know, they were very supportive of the women receiving the same sort of mm. payouts as opposed yeah. to the American football teams. Yeah, and we've seen and we've seen it with tennis, of course, who can yeah. forget, you know, Billie Jean King's fight for years to make mm. sure that there was parity and prize money in, in male and, and female tennis tournaments as well. So you know, these, these arguments, they're not new things. I mean, this is not a new discussion, but I think that we are now a little bit more wise to the fact that, yeah, there are concepts of fairness here that we can generally accept. Mm. And the old notions that you know, women shouldn't be playing rugby, they shouldn't be playing contact sport, or, um, and I mean this, I mean, some of those men in that team, and that means netball team, would have faced discrimination for many other reasons in their lives. Yeah. They shouldn't be discriminated against because they have chosen to compete and to play what has been heretofore a predominantly female sport. It just seems so old-fashioned, doesn't it, to think of it in that kind of construct, that if people want to play yeah. a sport, they should be able to play it however and, they and the wish. Thing, that, then that's right. And, and the other great thing about this is that, um, you know, let, let's not um, kid ourselves. The Silver Ferns loved that challenge. Yes. They are not sitting there licking their wounds saying, oh, yeah, but we lost because they were men. They are sitting there saying, right, we got taught a lesson today about the physicality we're going to require in this Netball World Cup. Yep. They have come up against and been on the receiving end of some heavy defeats to Australia because Australia are a taller, uh, more contact-driven team. Yep. That, as Laura Langman pointed out after the series, was some sensational preparation for them as they are about to embark on, on hopefully, what is a title-winning quest in their sport. Yep. And and certainly there have been you know calls for them to harden up over the years because of those losses and and, and I agree playing against those those bustling challenging guys all within the rules was fantastic. Yeah, I think look it, it doesn't matter what the outsider's point of view is here. The, the the women and the men on the court thrived on that challenge and and I think that that's the most important thing and we should never lose sight of it. We're all entitled to opinions around this, yep. and, uh, and far be it for me to, to shoot anyone down. But what I liked about it is that both the men's netball side and the Silver Ferns both came out of the end of that series and knew that they had both benefited from being on television, from being in a contest, and that is the most important thing. Couldn't agree more. Lovely to talk with you as always. Scotty Stevenson, Sky Sport TVNZ commentator, talking about the men's netball team, who, yeah... Won the res- you know, well, they, I think they already had the respect of the Silver Ferns and from all the social media commentary around um, around that game, you know, much respect accorded to the men. Uh, YouTube Serena Williams trying to return a men's tennis player serve. She doesn't even see it. There is no equal parity in skill. Sorry. Well, Roger couldn't return hers. The greatest of all time couldn't return. Remember when they had that fantastic doubles game um, it was in the, pretty sure it was the Davis, or was it just an exhibition game? Might have been an exhibition game. And they were playing mixed doubles. Yeah, she couldn't return some of his serves and he couldn't return some of hers. So, fair's fair. Hi, Shane. Hi. Um, thanks for taking the call. I, I, I've just been spurred along by listening to your conversation about the men's netball, which the game was fantastic. Yeah. We went to the game on, on the weekend. but. It's more that um, a complaint uh, levelled at Netball New Zealand. I mean, they have no pathway for um, uh, male n- n- netball past year eight. Like, um, up until year eight, you can play uh, in mixed teams. Um, yep. And our son, for instance, um, played at rep level at, uh, at year eight and yep. loves the sport. And there's a number of other boys that... that um, played at rep level as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no pathway, and um, men's netball is not 
under the auspices of um, of Netball New Zealand, which it should be. Mm. Um, they have no funding uh, or anything like that, and Netball New Zealand are basically just dodging the issue. I mean, I've, I mean, there was that Fair Go program just uh, maybe yes. a week ago, um, uh, pushing that along, and and so I just want to encourage everybody to um, to. Uh, post on on social media and and email Netball New Zealand and try and encourage them to have a pathway for boys because I think if there was a clear pathway, a lot more boys would play and it could be boys leagues or mixed leagues quite easily. Interesting. There's an Asian men's netball champs, um, but there's no actual coverage um, from mainstream media. It's all live streamed or on Facebook or um, on the net. Uh, yeah, although Sky Sport might take that on um, once I've seen, because I, I think they would have found that that um, quad series with the men it was probably pretty successful um, with a lot of viewers. So, you know, they they might um, might take up the cudgels, maybe. Yeah, I hope so. It sounds like they've got a supporter and their commentator in Scotty. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It was quite encouraging listening to him. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Thanks, Shane. Lovely to talk to you. News Talk ZB. Keza Yonks ago, did you play women's rugby in Southland on some telly show? I did. I filled in as second five for the bluff women's rugby team who were playing in Vicargo. Makarite Afi. I was filming her. She was the captain. And the night before the game in the bluff pub, she'd said, you know, when we were talking about it, she said, we play a hard game. It's a contact game. If you're going to play a man's game, you play like a bloody man, she said. Couldn't agree more, Makari, I said, as I sank my spades. And then the next morning, when we turned up with the television camera, she said, we're two down, you're on. And all of a sudden, (laughs) my championing of playing the game like a man, they were very kind to the girl from Auckland, I think it's fair to say, very kind indeed. But I'll have to say, it's a much tougher game to play when you're in the middle of it, as opposed to sitting on the chair, bellowing at what people should be doing. Watching on the television at home is much easier than in the rough and tumble.